Next, I'd like to introduce. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? That boy is good and terrible. You hold your breath when Shaquille O'Neal comes careening into your lap. He's going to give a special greeting to Daniel Baldwin right here. This brothers should have a boxing match against the Baldwin brothers. Really? We'll take them out in the first round. Who would you take on? Youngest, I'm medium, old. On all three of them, actually. I, now that I really think, yeah, I wouldn't need any help. I think you two dudes are going to become real homies. Where do we find these guys? Oh, man, I hate those guys. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. <laughs> oh, it was a quickie. <laughs> Threw you off. Threw you off with that. <laughs> And welcome yeah. to the big show. So we didn't let Seth go after the update because, you know, I should have asked you to um, to pull up my, my prediction yesterday. So as we were talking about, uh, and I'm preparing my notes for the Syracuse basketball game against Wake Forest, Seth does the sports update mm-hmm. and he turns around and he goes, and just, you know, silver tongue, it just, just golden out of his mouth, it's, it comes off his tongue and he says... Syracuse, who has never lost to Wake Forest before. Now, as soon, and I pointed out immediately, that is the worst thing you can say mm-hmm. in sports. It's like anytime you're watching, you go, he hasn't thrown an interception all season. <laughs> Picked off. He's on the 10, the 20. You know what I mean? He's pitching I mean, a no no yeah, right yeah, exactly. now. Yeah, exactly. Ball! exactly you know? right. Yeah, exactly. So as, as soon as I heard that, I went home and I thought, that is the jinx. I mean, I, I, mean, I felt it. I knew it. And sure enough, we lose to Wake Forest. Do you feel that at all? I mean, is there any I, that- I will apologize that I don't believe in stupid things like announcer jinxes. Wow. Okay, okay. So you don't believe in no, any of that? No, no, no. No. Okay, none of it. No. So I there- don't think anybody was. I don't think any of them were listening. Are there to jinxes in sports? Uh, no, I don't think so. No jinxes in sports. For instance, the Honey Bears, the cheerleaders for the uh, Chicago Bears. All right. After their Super Bowl win in 1985. The Honey Bears were disbanded. They haven't won since, and they have not won a Super Bowl since. Bring back the Honey Bears. So, but 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 that that would not be necessary according <laughs> to what you believe, correct? No, I, I yeah no. So I the honey, nothing to do no, with the Honey Bears. No, probably more with the so mojo that they don't have a quarterback for thirty of years. those Honey Bears on the sidelines. Mm, yeah. yeah, I I, I have to tell you that I'm paying much more attention when the Honey Bears are on the sidelines. Absolutely, myself. and the and the dedication. Make, hold on, it would make Bears games a lot more interesting. But yeah, <laughs> there you go. sure, yeah, uh, not just that. But the dedication to be a Buffalo Jill or a Honey Bear. Absolutely. In mean, those outfits on the sidelines. It's negative 10. Oh, listen, when it's 10 degrees out there, practically naked. Yeah, you're nude. That's that, that's warm. You got your ovaries hanging out of you. How about the SI cover jinx? Undeniable, the jinx of that's the SI cover. That's a lot cover. more. That's a, bad things happen to the Madden cover guys. Yeah, Madden, and to, Madden and guys. And to the SI cover guys. And the SI cover guys, I mean, the number of people that are on fire doing well. Yeah. And then they get the cover of Sports Illustrated, and they go down in flames. But didn't I Tom mean, Brady break one of those jinxes? Like, wasn't he in the cover of Madden? So he broke one of those jinxes. Well, okay, so it's not to say that, too, that there isn't one or two guys out of the 600. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, so, yeah. so right. I mean, uh, there have only been, but the, what, 6,000 SI but, guys? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but as we've talked before about, you know, they always say this guy's due for hit. No, he's not. Yeah. He's slumping. He's due to continue to strike mm-hmm. out until he exactly. finally hits a ball. The Bears so, are just on a 30 year slump. Yeah. It has nothing to do with cheerleaders. Okay. But 
that that would bring the SI jinx into 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 focus now because the guys are getting the cover because they're playing so well. Yeah. Right. So they're due to play well, and then they turn around and they get the cover. It's just something that happens to them psychologically because they think they're so big because they got the cover. Nevertheless, there is something to say about the percentages of people that have crashed and burned after getting the curse of the Bambino. Familiar is with that it? a jinx? I feel like there isn't well, there a difference. Well, so Boston trades and sends. I think it was Freezy, uh, Harry Freezy, yes. uh, trades Babe Ruth yeah. to the New York Yankees, sure. and they go eighty six years without yeah without winning. It was a massive curse. The, right. the jinx of the Bambi. Isn't there a difference between a curse and a jinx? Or are they the same? Thing? Uh, they're, they're kind. I think they're, they're kind the same thing. Same. I think they're kind of the same yeah. thing. So you believe oh, yeah. in the curse sometimes. But you don't believe in jinxes. Not like announcer jinxes. I don't believe Okay, here's a good one. Here's a good one. So it's called Lane and the Lions. All right, so in 1958, the Lions traded Bobby Lane. Bobby Lane, the quarterback of the Detroit Lions, who had won three NFL titles previous to this, and he was pretty upset that they traded him. So on his leaving in 1958, he said, I am putting a 50-year curse. Oh! He announced it. Yes. On the Lions. The Lions have not been to the Super Bowl since 1958. I'm going to drop so many curses on so many people when I go. <laughs> it makes you want to get a, it makes you want to get a Larry Voodoo doll yeah. or a Pauly Voodoo doll. I'm cursing the hell out of Pauly. Just crunch its penis. Um, crunch it. Crunch it. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, I can't wait to curse get Robin Polly. in here. She stepped on my. Uh, did I tell you what she did to the dog? No. Oh my god! <laughs> You're going from crushing penises to a dog story. Well, because she us. crushed the penis, the, the penis of my dog. Oh no! So Robin is coming over to give me a hug, and I've got a, a, a one-year-old, two hundred pound English Mastiff yeah, Jethro, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she leans in to give me a kiss and steps right on the schnitzel. Arr, arr. No, he doesn't even react. Oh, he's a big giant. You know, the, 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 this dog's, you know, he's 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 swinging. He just looks at her, he's says, swinging, "You're welcome." He's swinging some blubber. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Okay, you no, no, he he reacted like he pulled away a little mm-hmm. bit. So the next day, we come downstairs, and this thing looks like the telephone. I mean, it, it, it's this big around. I looked at it, I went, "Uh, we got a problem, Houston." Swollen up. Swollen up. So evidently, there's like a, a sack on the inside, and she's ah! and she's and she's bursted, and, and I got so of course, so of course, you know, she's flipping out. Yeah. I, I, I tortured her, yeah. so I take the dog to the vet. The vet takes it, takes it. He goes, "Oh no, he's got to go be on an antibiotic. Yeah, he's got to be yeah, anti-inflammatory." Yeah. And you gotta, and so he goes, "You know, and you know, you you want to be sure you get him back in here if anything occurs. This is very dangerous, and his yeah. reproductive organs and blah blah." So of course, I you know, Robin can't even stop. She can't yeah, even can't deal with it. She's right. killed the dog's penis. So 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 so. So I turn around and I get, I get home and she goes, well, what do we have to do? I go, well, we have to give him this oral medication. I said, and you actually have to you know, drain yeah. it. It has to be drained. Yeah. I said, and I'm not doing it. You're doing it. So Robin oh. is literally looking at the dog going, and she's you know, she's tearing nervous, up. She yeah. goes, I don't think I can do that. Yeah. And I went, no, no, you got to drain the dog. You got to drain the dog. You got to drain him. I mean, this is science. Yeah, yeah it There's is. There's nothing we can it do. Is. You've crushed his uh, <laughs> penaliliac sack or something. <laughs> Well, Sal's own steps on his all the time. Yeah, <laughs> he does. <laughs> Grandpa bulges. He does. He steps on his testicles, He's not his penis, though. Ironically, all the time. It's very crazy how that works out, out for him. Yeah. You know, let's just pray that the great one's not listening to today's sports show. Why not? Yeah, you know, Why he's got to be busy in a meeting. Please, <laughs> please. please be busy please in a meeting. God Almighty. He's in the gym right now, yeah. running five hundred <laughs> miles an hour on a treadmill. Going when I get back there. Oh yeah, you'll get it. Hollywood. He'll be standing right outside the door. Uh, is that, so that's all the jinxes? Those are some of the jinxes that I wrote down. I, I was, I, you know, I'm, I'm interested in somebody who's knowledgeable and sports in his family with his yeah. with his father working in the industry. So Seth, you both. just feel like no, you're reporting. No, he doesn't feel yeah. at all that this is his responsibility. I just tell him the facts. 
But why would you bring that fact up? Do us a favor. Don't Somebody bring else up brought those... it up earlier in the day. I thought it was interesting. If there are Say any other again. facts that Joe, you need hex, to bring up. Hex, hexes, jinxes, nothing? I don't care. I don't <laughs> care about any of this. Very nice. <laughs> he, you know, Deep when, you're, when you're Eeyore's brother, <laughs> you know, Gior. Deep insight from yeah, Joe Selzo. Deep, was that deep. deep or what? <laughs> you imagine no, getting your tarot cards matter. read <laughs> by Joe Selzo. All of, us, all of us are going away and cursing people on the way out exactly. at some point. Right. Telling someone they're going to win lottery and win millions of dollars and are going to die is the same exact way. You're going to win. You're going to die. It's <laughs> <laughs> like... Congratulations, you'll be uh, finding some quite some uh, substantial yeah, exactly. income in your life soon. Yeah, that's too many words. Yes, yeah, that's like, too uh, many words. You're going to be rich. There yeah, you go. congratulations. <laughs> the guy, yeah. Then he thinks he's going to die. What does he say? Yeah, no. Congratulations. Congratulations. Phenomenal bedside manner. It is. Phenomenal. He should have been a surgeon. He really should have. Couldn't he have been great? No, we couldn't save your father. I'm sorry. Right, you've, got, sorry. You've, you've got about That's six like weeks. The, uh, the singing telegram joke. Do you yeah. know that singing telegram joke? No, no, no. What is it? And the guy comes to the door and he goes, uh, ding dong, ding dong. And the door opens up and there's the old lady. And she goes, oh my God, a telegram. Will you sing it to me? He goes, uh, actually, ma'am, it's not a, uh, a singing telegram. It's, a, it's just a telegram. Please sign right now. Oh no, I've waited my whole life to have a singing telegram. Please sing the telegram to me, young man. Uh, no, ma'am, actually, I'm not a singing telegram. Telegram person, you just need to sign right here, and I'm going to give you the uh, the telegram. Please, I demand that you. Sub- I'm an old woman, and I want you to s- to sing me the telegram. And he turns around, he opens it up, and he reads it. And he goes, uh, "No, ma'am, no, I, 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 it's not written yeah. for music." Yeah. Please, sir, please. He goes, "Okay, let me give you the best shot I got." Tra la 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 la. Your mother is dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey now, hey now. And we'll be back shortly. After this break, leave, always leave him laughing, Joe. Look, look at Always him. leave him laughing. You got Joe going. We'll come I back. Joe, Joe, a death joke. I'm shocked. <laughs> He's killing him. Shocked. ESPN Radio, Syracuse. Protect yourself from the humiliating shame of missing one of our shows. It's as simple as that. Fill your library with our host podcasts and enjoy them as you wish. How does it work? Listen back on iTunes or ESPNSyracuse.com. The ACC Women's Basketball Dome Opener tonight. Georgia Tech in town at 7, Orange pregame 645. On the pulse of the orange, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, and we're back by popular demand. Syracuse basketball, now that we talked about uh, with Seth, on the fact that we lost to Wake Forest. The Wake, jinx. Wake 73, Syracuse 67. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I watched some of the game. I just couldn't bring myself to watch it. Battle played terribly. Yeah. When he, you he don't did, have ties battle, when you don't, when you, you got to put the whole team on the one guy's back, that's kind of yeah, how it goes that's, down. That's, uh, that's part of it. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, Throbbin wow. Robin Throbbin Baldwin. Robin, everybody. Throbbin Thank Robin. you. All right. Hello. Oh, Throbbin mm, Robin. Very exciting. Want to shut that door, dear? Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were you were the uh, uh, the main ingredient in, in, in some of the earlier telecasts. Yeah. Did you want to talk about uh, stepping on Jethro's weakness? Oh, weenus? hi. You have to tell the whole world. You need to come over here. You yeah, get right so close to Josh. Yeah, you want to come? You want to be on? You're the an people on, demand. You're an on-camera presence. They demand seeing the lovely. Oh, hi, everybody. Camera. Hello. So, uh, fancy take, feet, Robin. Take yes. us, fancy <laughs> feet. Take us to Paulie's here. Paulie the mole. Paulie wow. the mole, ladies Stars and gentlemen. We were just texting you. Dotted. Did you get my text? No, my current phone's in a 
That, that, that's not really useful, is it? Step on anything important lately? Are you coming here yeah. to? Uh, are you coming in to yell at us? Are we? Uh... No. All right. <laughs> oh, did, you didn't listen to the first segment. I did. Yeah, all right. Oh, you did? Oh, good. So we got Robin in here because we want to go. We want to find out about what happened with Jethro. Really, mm-hmm. take, take us through it. It was very sad. Well, I didn't really realize what was even happening. Actually, I was. <laughs> That's always was, the story, isn't it? I was walking up to you. You were sitting in the chair, and Jet, because he never leaves your side, was laying right in front of you. He'll leave and it now. I went. I, I, <laughs> He's not going to be anywhere I went, near any human. Yeah. I leaned in to give Daniel a hug and a kiss, and I. Stepped on something, then I looked down, I realized what it was that I stepped on, and Jet didn't even move. He loved that was, it. He, did, he, did he didn't love, even he flinch. Did, love it, love it. Men live <laughs> to be stepped on and swollen. <laughs> we didn't realize something was wrong till the next morning. Oh. So, Paulie, I want to, you need to get on the mic. Yeah. You need to get on the mic right now. Yeah. All right, so this is a capacity crowd here, by the way. This is this is what it should, this, this is a, what it's about. This is radio right here. Right I heard you guys talking about the jinxes. The jinxes. Syracuse has only played Wake Forest six times. There was no need to say that Syracuse has I, never I lost. Never, them. Know, it's not like they were fifty. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Thank you. Good. All right. But but, but no no. When I, you drive to every one of these venues? Yeah, I don't like flying. I'm like the John Madden. I'm like a poor never. So either, no, I used to fly, but I had some bad flights. And I Bad flights, you ended up in the swamp, or I mean, so like, like no. shook a little bit and he got scared. Right, right. Yeah. He did, yeah. he wet himself. Solid, yeah, yeah. So, so, that, wow, oh, the, the, this is not going to work for the show. I mean, we we need to get you back on the plane. <laughs> it ain't <laughs> happening. Had some good drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody can have that happen, He's I bet there. Daniel can wow. find a guy. Yeah. No, I made up. I mean, you've got guys, right? Was, was, Wait, did I, did I just hear what I thought get, I heard? Yeah, exactly. Let, let me, the, the, the epitome and the poster boy for sobriety, and because of how bad it was decades ago. Oh, all right. And I go, oh, all right. Well, uh, well you, you can still, probably find you, a guy. Those, I, I wouldn't know how to find I'm a sorry. guy. You wouldn't know how to find a guy? No. no. I just went to do a show with you in a bar that everybody in the place was juicing on something. <laughs> yeah, and that was like 8 o'clock in the morning. It was 8 yeah. o'clock in the morning. They were smashed and all doing blow. I mean, it was, it was I told, I've told Josh Paul and I talk about this all the time. Like, I don't even know where to get weed. Yeah, if somebody said, Josh, go get a bag of weed, I would, I would just start walking the sidewalks going, do you have weed? I don't know how to get weed. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Just well, hang, I, out, yeah. hang out in the back by the railroad. I, I don't back know in the day, yeah, by the railroad, yeah. <laughs> go right behind Galaxy. Yeah, see what happens <laughs> back there. What a great promotion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I used to pride out. myself when I'd be on a movie, and like you know, you'd, you'd start the first couple of days, feel out who the players were, you know, and you get the what's up, you know, the morning, and I'd be like, okay, he gets high, you know, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so then you you find your guys that you know, and I always, it didn't matter where I was, I could be in the middle of Kansas, you know, and and, and I would if there is it if it existed, I was going to find it and for sure. Do you ever guess wrong? Do you ever, <laughs> do you ever be like, hey, I got this? Oh, oh sorry. sorry yeah. gonna... <laughs> no, one time I did. Wasn't that I? Yes, I guess in essence I did guess wrong. So what happened was I was traveling and I stopped. And the guy in the lobby that worked there looked like he was pretty cool. And I said, uh, hey, uh, is there a... And he looked at me and he was like, huh? And I went, oh, never mind. And then he said, oh, oh, you know, I know a guy who drives... And I was like in, you know, Toledo, Ohio or something at three in the morning. And I was out because I already had been partaking since, <laughs> since the start of the drive in New York. So this guy goes, well, my buddy drives a, a, a limo. And you can ask, so I don't realize that the buddy that drives the limo is not the phone number I'm calling 
the number I'm calling is like the dispatch guy who gets a hold of the guy. So I get the guy and I go, yeah, Frankie down at the front desk told me to give you a call. He goes, well, uh, do you need a car? And I went, no, I need something else that you might need to use your car and go get for me. And he goes, uh-huh. What exactly do you need? I went, Frankie said you would know. And he goes, oh, so you want that? And I went, yes. It was probably like a hook or something. No, 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 <laughs> no. worse. So he oh. calls the cops <gasps> and tells them, Daniel Baldwin is in a hotel room, claims that he's, you know, that oh. they're telling me. And so this cop then calls the room. Now, I'm not paying careful attention to the guy's voice. Yeah. So I turn and I go, yeah, do you have the... Uh, <laughs> and he goes, uh, you know what? Are you over at the Sheridan? He goes, because I got a friend that's over at the... And sh- this plainclothes guy checks into the room next door to me. I go to take the dogs out. Now it's like 5 o'clock in the morning and I'm wind, I'm wound up. And, and sure enough, he as soon as he gets my he comes out into the hallway and makes like he's going out to have a cigarette. He's a cop. He sets me up the whole bit. They ended up letting me go, but I totally went for the... They they had, they went and came in after he sold it yeah, to me. Yeah, do you have... They, they, yeah, I... <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, I said yeah. that to Robin, and she took her clothes off. Oh, oh. oh. yeah, exactly. Yeah. She stepped on my penis, signal. and then she took her clothes off. <laughs> See, it was this, incredible. This protocol is not a... I would know nothing about all yeah, the yeah, whistling yeah, yeah, and yeah, the... Yeah. Yeah, well, you don't want to say over the phone, but you don't... Yeah, See, that, don't worked, know. that worked really well. <laughs> <laughs> that really worked out for me well, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah, that's a long... That's in the 90s. How yeah. dare you? I'm, well, I... Come on. What happened to our partnership? Our, we are still in a great right. partnership. I would just... I feel good about that. I'm just saying that in life... You could you could sniff out a guy in a room. If I put fifty guys in a room. Oh, you put me go. in a room. If it exists, I'm going to find it. Yeah. So uh, you yeah. had that ability. You're never going to lose that it's called, skill. It's called coke dar or drug dar. <laughs> drug dar. Yeah. Right. It's a combination of drugs and radar. Yeah. Now, now what he does though, instead of buying stuff for himself, he just gets them into rehab. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 A, uh, he we, goes up we, to we them and a, instead of saying, "Can I get some?" He says, "Hey, do you, I think you need to go." Robin and I did a, an intervention today in Casnovia. Yeah, you were telling me. That's we awesome. Did. We did. We got the girl. She's getting on a plane in the morning, and she's going to reclaim her life, and uh, she's in trouble. Can I tell you a story that I read last night about but, acting that I thought you'd like? Tell me. This guy, who was an actor on The Wire, I guess, mm-hmm. played a heroin addict uh, on The Wire. He wasn't a real one, but he played one, and he had a dealer come up to him in Baltimore and say something like, you look like you need a fix. And he said that was the biggest compliment that he's ever received because he said he was really playing the part mm-hmm. amazingly if this dealer thought that he needed it. It's kind of like what you're saying. Like, I can find a guy and go, right. yeah, he's, he's, he needs help. That's usually not a compliment when someone says you need No, fix. but he, was, he took it as a compliment because he's like, wow, I'm really pulling this character off. Mm-hmm. Well, the first time I was in a, in a hotel on one of those roof, rooftop swimming pools when I met Robin. And I was in a Speedo bathing suit, and she said, wow, you look like you're a porn star. Whoa! And the rest is history, isn't it, Robin? Very common. Very common. Oh. common and then she stepped on my penis. <laughs> right on it. And this, we're back. The we're strangest just... thing I've ever done in a hotel was eat a cookie off of someone else's room service tray <laughs> that they left in the hallway. There's a whole cookie. Yeah. yeah. You can't even leave was it. Was it wrapped or unwrapped? No, it was wrapped. It was sitting there's a little spaghetti sauce on it. It's I ate fine. It's it back in his drinking days. A little spaghetti <laughs> sauce on it. I was going to go in garbage anyways. It's fine. I I like that. That's beautiful. That little spaghetti sauce on it. That's yeah, nothing. Just wipe yeah, it off. Yeah, that's nothing. That's yeah. nothing. It's not a big deal. So you want to take us through any more of this description after you crush the dog's wings? No, I don't. I think she it's said all that needs to be said. You know what I, I can say, though, is he walked around like he was just the king. The dog. He, he was walked showing. around. Oh, he was, yeah. He was, all he was, bow-legged, uh, waltzed bucks. around the house. Showing, yeah. yeah. $500 worth of services for the dog's oh! fractured wings. Oh! So 
her wrong step peck on my cheek was 500 Bilbos Woo! for the dogs. Well, that's why I need to get LASIK surgery. <laughs> so I can see. That's terrible. As long as you're that's in your sad. No, the, the best was her face. You missed this description. Where's her face? When so she goes. So what did the, the doctor say? And I said, Well, he says that we have to actually drain, you know, oh. the stuff. Out of so Daniel's telling so me I her, have to do I that. I told her she has to do it. So, so she's, I thought, she's I thought welling about it all up, day. tearing, looking at the dog, looking at me, looking at the dog. I go, you got to, you know, little by little oh. for the next couple of days. And so she goes, I can't do that. Like no, like I said, a, like, I said, honey, I said I made an executive decision. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. going to be the one. Yeah. No. yeah. Even Draining. though I stepped on him, you're oh. the guy, and he's a boy dog, and you're going to do it. Before you were out of the room, the uh, Wake Forest game last night. Yeah, tell us about the game. Yeah, really what do you think about the game? Just a couple I mean, minutes. Uh, was it all on Tyus, and that Tyus couldn't d- deliver? No, it was more on defense. The start of the game and the end of the game. They played bad defense at the start of the game, fell behind by eight. Well, they at, shot terribly at, again. At the end of the game. They're going to shoot terribly every game, I think. I think that's something we just got to get used to. Really? You don't think that. I mean, I, mean, I don't think they can. They can be a successful team if they don't crack thirty five percent. I mean, they gotta. Well, yeah, they just got. I think it's more based on defense for this team. They got to keep teams on sixty or below. I'm guessing mm-hmm. that's going to be tough in the ACC. Paulie, they've never lost to Wake Forest yeah, in the history of. I apologize. That's my phone. Radio yeah. professional. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> First uh, six six shows now. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> Even I know to turn my phone off. No, that's six <laughs> shows that you lost to Wake. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I have never lost to Wake Forest in my history. That's true. I've never that's done very it. true. I've never done it. So does that work? Josh has never lost a job. Oh. See if that changes. <laughs> Why would you? Get We're working on it today, aren't we? Oh. Oh, well, no. Let's talk about why we have everybody here because this is the the four that we talked about. Right? This is the this is the force. No, this right is here. the force of no. Robin will have to cheerlead. So we're talking about what's the teams in our two on two basketball game. I think it, I think age against beauty. Us two against the. the I'm two. not playing with Salzo. Look at him; he's a tortoise. I'm not playing at, at all. <laughs> You're not playing at all. No. Really? Well, you won't go play basketball with us for the title. Who do you think I am? <laughs> You can't just stand there and, and like throw elbows or yeah, something. You can't be like the chief and yeah. one flew over the cougars. Oh. Yeah, just stand just there. Just stand and... there with the ball. Put the ball in the basket, chief. Yeah. Put the ball in the basket. No way. He's shaking his head. No. God, well, no. you, you need to go find a replacement then. Robin, you're I think in. We need to find a replacement. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you were thinking age, and and this was yeah, beauty. Well, yeah, we're yeah, screwed if that's beauty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so what it looks like is you. Uh, no, we don't want to leave it up to him to recruit because then he's going to go get somebody who's really good in the office. Yeah, and Stephen Fonte is not allowed to play. He played D two balls. So he, he did. Yeah, he's not allowed to play. Oh, I didn't know that about him. All right. S- what Steve, about Brigandy? What about Candyman? No, from uh, Orange Nation. Two shows before us. It's uh, him and Seth do Orange Nation. What about Brigandi? He looks tall. No. <laughs> he looks, looks tall. Did he play? Yeah, I don't care. We'll be either way. All right. All right. It's not going to be... It's our yeah, show. Larry, it's yeah, not it's Larry. Larry. show. It's I've got it, people texting in saying they'll be on my team. No, Larry's got to play. Do you have people saying play. they're in? Yeah. My, buddy, my buddy... Hey, there you go. Do we do it? No, unless there's money involved. Okay, we'll give you well, 10 bucks. Well, maybe we'll bet. 20 bucks. I've 20 got, bucks? I'll, I'll pay you 20 bucks. All right, 20 bucks. He's in. There's your partner. I've got a, uh, a buddy of mine. You're so Big Joe. easy. Two and Big Joe. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. <laughs> 20 bucks? <laughs> I love it. Buddy of mine, Terry McNamara, is going to be playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got a yeah. mustache yeah. and glasses. Yeah. And yeah. It's, he's Terry a good friend. McNamara. Good friend of mine, yeah. Terry. He yeah. works. Uh, he works. He's a janitor. Guadalupe the Chupa will be on our team. <laughs> Tyus. Natal will be on my team. All right, we got yes. spots. We will come back. Thank you, Paulie. Glad you're back. Moshe, drive safe out there. It's a mess. Yeah, I got to leave now for the hotel Syracuse. It's I'm in. Take me I'm, an hour I'm, to get there. I'm in uh, uh, the locker room for the pre-talk for Tech. 
nice. Played the women's game tonight. Nice. Well, we can talk about that. This Are you is the, the uh, women's game tonight. No, yeah, he's got, got the coach's show. He's got Bayheim show tonight. He's oh got a God, really? Yeah, he's he's got, he gets a show after losing to Wake Forest. <laughs> You're pulling Bayheim show? Wow. All right. We will be back. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show presented by Liverpool Pool and Spa on ESPN Radio, Syracuse. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. (sighs) Just a quick clearing of the throat, ladies and gentlemen. And bringing everybody back because we're going to talk about what the hell is a bomb cyclone? I'm in it. I'm in it right now. I'm living it. We are in. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Having been demoted to that one-hour BS show. Uh, I am in a bomb with cyclone. Daniel Baldwin is <laughs> like living in a bomb cyclone. I love it. What is a bomb cyclone? Three people dead in North Carolina already as a result of today's bomb cyclone. So it's not anything to to mess with. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that the bombing occurs when a low pressure system and a cent and the central pressure falls twenty four millibars in twenty four hours or less. Wow, Jim Cantori on the air today. Look at this. So. So I guess we have dropped 24 millibars because outside looks like it's 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 about to it's hit. It's a disaster, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. rough and you guys got to go back up north and drive around and We have to go from here when we conclude at 4, drive all the way back up to the girls' school, pick up the girls, take them home, drop them off to the babysitter, feed the dogs, walk the dogs in the bomb cyclone and then come all the way back and be in the locker room, the Georgia Tech locker room at the dome because I will be speaking to the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets women's basketball team to fire them up. How is that? For their matchup a, against the Syracuse women. What's that connection? How are you attached to the women's basketball team? So I have not seen the coach of the Georgia Tech, a legendary coach, mm-hmm. Michelle Joseph. Mm-hmm. Michelle Joseph's is the younger sister to my roommate for three years in college, Terry Joseph. I went to Ball State University, and TJ was my roommate. So I would go back and forth to his parents' and grandparents' farm Mm -hmm. in Auburn, and I knew Michelle when she was a little kid. She's probably, she's got to be at least eight to ten years younger than me. Mm -hmm. So she was like, you know, a a junior high school kid shooting baskets out back. She is the all-time leading scorer uh, at Purdue University, the history of the school. And one of the all-time leading scorers in the Big Ten, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, all-time. I mean, she was an amazing player. uh, And she has been the head coach of Georgia Tech, an assistant at Auburn, and now the head coach of Georgia Tech for like 20 years or something. Wow, so yeah. she, and she's a, a very well-known, revered. So I see that they're coming to play the girls, and we're friends. I have not seen, physically seen Michelle in over two decades. I have not seen her physically. We've talked many times but and texted each other, but mm-hmm. I have not seen her. So we talked just last year about drugs and alcohol and, God, how great it would be if you were to come to campus one day and talk to the team. And But when I saw she was playing, I said, hey, I'm going to be at the game. Can't wait to see you. And she went, are you, what are you talking about? You are in Syracuse? And I said, I live up here now. And she went, oh, my God, would you come in and talk to the girls before the game? I said, absolutely. So I've made this uh, obligation to her and to their team. So I'm going to go in there against Syracuse. I know. Do you feel bad that you're going up against the uh, – you're hyping the other team? Uh, you know, I don't really feel bad about it. I would have to say that I'm closer to the Georgia Tech women's Fair program enough. than I am to say. I don't see the coach of Syracuse asking me to speak in a locker room to fire him up. Where is she knowing that we're the number he, one show? Coach Q. Yeah, well, Coach yeah. Q, where are we, where are we with uh, 
with, with the, the, number, the, number, the number one show in all of Syracuse at ESPN. Right? That's right, Larry. Number one. What most are you going <laughs> <laughs> to you, uh, you say? How, what, do you have a plan? I do. You do? I do. I'm going to talk about um, my own experience, Strength and Hope, which is all I can do whenever I speak. And I speak on addiction. I speak on... So the answer to that is is to talk about, um, you know, the... The disparaging numbers in my career when I started, mm -hmm. uh, one in 2,500 actors actually makes a living at acting without having to subsidize their income. There is no profession in the United States that has a worse percentage, even rock and roll artists. Whoa. Because because actors very, very few times can go play in a club and go play. Either you're making money as an actor or you're not. So one in 2,500 is, is, is allowed to... Uh, make a living from their acting without having to subsidize their income with another profession. With that said, having four brothers and not being somebody who's a Sheen or a Carradine or a Barrymore, when you understand how these families became actors, my father and mother were school teachers. Right. So there lies the real odd thing about my family. But even back in the days when I was at Ball State and before that, I can remember walking off the football field and having friends say, hey, man, hey, Baldy, we're going to go have a beer. And I say, actually, I, I've got rehearsal for the play I'm doing. And they go, what are you going to be, an actor, Baldy? What do you think you're going to yeah. be, an actor? And they, made, and they made fun of Alec and they made right. fun of myself. And uh, you know, I'd, I'd be lying to say that the 10-year high school reunion wasn't a lot of fun to go I, to. I'm sure it was, you know, right? By that time, I was on a primetime TV mm -hmm. series. And, but, but the idea that you can't and saying to yourself that you can't, even against tremendous odds, uh, you know, setting the bar really, really high for yourself and believing in yourself and then going out with a good plan and 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 delivering, you know, I mean, so so being somebody uh, that knows what that's like from a career standpoint, I mean, I would say one in every 20 or more times that I walk into a room to get a job, I'm said, you're not good enough or you're not right or you're not getting it. I'm turned down mm -hmm. even at this stage of the game. Sure. So. Although I'm offered work quite frequently, um, when it's something that I really want to get that I have to go read for, you know, I'm told all the time, yeah, no, we're going with so-and-so, or we're yeah. going with so-and-so, or, or now, nah, you know, you're too fat, or oh, yeah. you're, you're not old enough, or oh, you're whatever it is, you know, and so there's some reason why I'm not going to get the job, and by the time I walk in a room and fight for a job, I have taken the time to prepare and sell myself out emotionally and psychologically, and I've become the character, and I've done the work, and I've done the rehearsing, and the memorization, and that's hurt, it hurts when you yeah. don't get that job, so... You know, what I'm going to talk to them about is, is creative visualization of putting that bar up here and making sure that you do all those little things that make you a champion, that make you successful, um, and, and, and then working together as a unit. You know, and then that's what it's like when I direct a film. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's that cohesiveness as a team um, that allows you to be successful. Do you approach with these college athletes or these other athletes that you talk to that you might not go pro with this? What's your plan? Like, do you talk about any of that? That would be not something I would say in a locker room. <laughs> right. You know, I guess you know what I right, mean? Yeah. But, but in overall talk, I love those NCAA commercials that you talk about, that they talk about how many people will actually go pro. Right. Um, you know, and so, and the answer to that question is, especially in basketball, where, where the reason why the most elite team sport is basketball is what? There's only like 10 people. There's on only the team. 12 guys on right. the team. So. Yeah. The, the, when you're a member of the club in the NBA, that's way different than being a member of a 45-member football team or 25-member right. baseball team or hockey team. You know, you're talking about the most elite, 12. Yeah. So to, to fit in one of those slots, to be one of those 12 guys on 30 teams 
is the most elite team club in professional sports. Um, and and your, so your chances of going pro in that sport are, are you know in the NBA sure are are you know astronomically sure. long that you're going to make it. But having having a, th- there lies the the problem with the college athlete and the way they do it and why I've always said pay them now. Yeah. Why would you not take a kid that plays for Syracuse University? When Jim Beheim cannot control what other people are doing behind his back, although mm-hmm. he's going to be the one that takes the fall for it, mm-hmm. and his program and his coaches, if some alumni association guy gets a guy a car. So if uh, you know O'Shea Brissett is driving around in a new Corvette and you're wondering where did he get that car from, I promise you it's not the coaching staff. Yeah. And I promise you it wasn't with the permission of the coaching staff. But you can't stop an athlete from doing that. And sure enough, the coaching staff's the one that's going to get sanctioned. I mean, I, some of the stuff that they suspended Coach Beheim for was such crap mm-hmm. you know, in this recent suspension that he went through. You know, I, I, you, you, it ends up being under your watch. But the real answer to it is, if you're Notre Dame football and you're going to be on TV to the tune of $40 million in TV money next year, $40 million. Right. Does it cost $40 million to run the Notre Dame football team? I can't imagine. But I, uh, I can't imagine it costs 10 Yeah. You know what I mean? So the university is going to make $30 million in research and buildings and different stuff. Not to mention the tickets, the hot dogs, the beers, and all the other subsidiary and the parking. So they're going to make $40 million next year. And this kid's 19 years old running out there knowing that his chances of going pro if he hurts his knee are nil. Mm -hmm. So he's selling it out for his education. Granted, he's getting a quality education. Why wouldn't you write that that kid a check for $10,000, $20,000 a month? You've got the money. And you clean it all up. Mm-hmm. Go by how much money the university makes and, and scale it in accordance to what they make as a university. You don't think Alabama can afford to pay their athletes? Of course they can afford to pay their athletes, and the school's making money hand over fist. Their coaches are making, are, are making what does Nick Saban make, $3 million a year now or something? Something up there, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think the quarterback deserves a little of that. Sure. I think he deserves a little. And, and it's I think, scalable, where you're saying. Of, of course it's scalable. If you're playing at Wichita State, you're not the same as the quarterback at Alabama. Mm-hmm. You're Wichita State. Yeah. Get in line. Yeah. But it's better than the nothing that he's getting now. Mm-hmm. He's already getting a scholarship. Give him 2500 a week. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, take care of him a little bit. What's that gate worth for you to take that money in and clean it up? Then you wouldn't have to worry about investigating. You'd say, if you come here, here's how much you get. Now, everyone's going to want to go to be the quarterback at Alabama because they're paying 20000 a game. Sure. But they're only going to take their two guys. After that, the next guy's going to go to this school in Florida and Florida State and you scale, until you're at Syracuse. And below Syracuse are 600 other universities that you're going to pay them for in Division Two. And Make it fair. Make it a sliding scale depending upon how much money the school makes. And you pay him in accordance. Mm-hmm. Just clean it right up if he did it. Get your texts in two eight eight zero six four four. Of course, phones phones are open here for the last little bit of the show. This is uh, the Daniel Baldwin Show presented by Liverpool Pool and Spa. Liverpool Pool and Spa on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Don't just do it every day. Do it several times a day. Because it feels that good. Ooh, yep, that's what I'm talking about. Get the latest sports headlines, the buzz around the leagues. Follow your favorite hosts and let them know what you think. Did you miss a show on ESPN Syracuse? Just log on to our website. ESPNSyracuse.com ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. The Crunch played their first game of 2018 this Saturday in Hartford against the Wolfpack. Countdown to Crunch Time, 645. Puck drop at 7 on ESPN Radio. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now! And we're back. Mm. And we, you know, we should really 
talk about radio micing ourselves so that at the all face times. at all times. Yeah. Because the, the conversation can get quite filthy. Just embrace your filth, Robin. Robin? Yeah, you are very filthy. I was You're always <laughs> filthy. What? How dare you, young lady? You need to shower all stepper. the time. Mm. Um, so, President Trump. Oh! President Trump is in the news. I want to talk about this now in this last segment so that we can finally call a spade a spade. Because I definitely have my opinion on this, but I want to hear what Robin and Josh... And I don't think you want to hear what Larry said. I do want to hear what Larry said. <laughs> Larry's going to do something like, uh, no. Yep, no. <laughs> nah. President Trump is tweeting again today and yesterday about the you know, smack talk in the NFL and the NFL players and their kneeling and so on and so forth. And it's starting this whole thing all over again where famous athletes are writing back, you know, and they've got, of course, the ones that, you know, aren't in favor of Trump or are lambasting him and how inappropriate other entertainers are jumping the bandwagon. And it dawned on me when I looked at this issue has been beaten and flogged over and over again. This is the great, in my opinion, Harry Houdini technique. Mm. So whenever something comes up for him, he relies and uses Twitter as a dangerous weapon by bringing up something way over here. And while you're looking over here, it takes all the heat off of whatever the hell he's really I, up to. I think that we're agreeing on something I, right now, Daniel. Do, is that rare for you? I think that we are. Look wow, at that. Wow, look at that. Well, yeah. step on my weenus. Oh! Um, <laughs> That's a distraction method, too. <laughs> that is, is, is that, exactly. exactly. That's Harry Houdini. That's Harry. different than Harry Houdini. <laughs> Uh, so I, know, I think you're right. I think I think that that's a great. It's a great go-to for him. He, he does. He, listen, he he continues while really serious national issues come up, and suddenly he'll just write some outlandish yeah. thing about Rose McGowan, you yeah. know, or whatever. And then everyone goes and t- and they jump. Other celebrities jump on this like a big mouth bass in the reeds. You know, that, <laughs> there's that big worm and wah, it's like a smoke bomb. And, it, it is. It's like a bomb cyclone for yeah, God's bomb sake. Bomb cyclone. Exactly what That's it is. Exactly. It's a bomb cyclone. <laughs> I know. I agree with you. I think he does. He's he's, he's got ma- a standby. but he's masterful at it. Yeah. You 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 have to look at the pros and cons of it. And although everyone continues to point out the cons of it. What we're not addressing is the pros of how masterfully this guy is puppeteering this Twitter audience to keep you in the national news. Now they're talking about that. Just really got me. That was it was it was almost sexual settle, the way you did that. Down. It was almost sexual the way you did that. We wasn't also it? we also heard from someone that works with Trump that he's got a great sense of humor. So I'm wondering if maybe that's what he's doing. Is he, <laughs> he, thinks, he's being, he thinks he's being funny. I, uh, I don't think I don't think that this is all done in humor. I think that, that there's um and and I do challenge whether or not he is physically standing there with a telephone doing this. I think he probably has a team of people that go, go ahead and tweet the kneeling thing again, man. They're about to release to Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. book is coming out. Right, exactly. Or, yeah. you know, or, or, or they wait for the thing to be released and get a little bit of heat and then they just squash it yeah. with some insane... Tw- I can't imagine the president is reaching into his pocket and taking, I'll be one minute. You know yeah, I mean? Let me, let me right. tell you this. Rose McGowan is a cow. And mm. blah, 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 blah. I have heard that he just like, he dictates it and somebody does it for him. Yeah, I I, 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 well, well, I mean, I don't know. What I think saying. he. I think he's probably got a team of writers. The really? whole oh, wow, a whole Uh-oh. staff. What do you got? Are we down to one? <laughs> one in one minute. Wow. Uh, can, you would agree with that, would you not, Larry? That he is throwing up some distraction techniques. No. You don't. You don't agree with that. No, I think he's a, a certifiable lunatic who ought not to be in the White House. <laughs> there we go. See, I wow. told you. 
So who's going to get grounded? There's a vote. When I, so are you going to vote for my brother if he runs for president? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Wow. By Larry and Joe. You wouldn't be the first Democrat to vote twice in the yeah. recent election. Hey now! It's getting hot in here, folks. Steady over right. the Hillary. Well, now that we have stepped on all your penises, let's wrap up a uh, <laughs> Daniel Baldwin show. We will hand it over. It's a new show called Stomp. The Stomper. <laughs> over to Brent Axe. Thank you for hanging with us. Thank you, Liverpool. Don't Pool say stomp on penis and axe in the no, same conversation, please. You. Thank this you. This has been Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, Syracuse.